0: Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Um, I think it's going to be called something new, but it's still in the works, so we'll figure that out. Um, I'm joined with Dr. Burdett. Yay! (laughs) Hi, Lily. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, ma'am. So my first question, could you state your name and spell it?
1: Yes, it is John Burdett. It's J-O-H-N, and the last name is B-U-R-D-E-T-T.
0: Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Um, and then could you just explain your position at the school?
1: I am very proud to be the principal here at the high school.
0: Um, and so what does that entail? Like, what does that mean?
1: Um, usually in the morning, I'll uh, have a cup of coffee and then I'll take a snooze uh, for about <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it encompasses, and I don't mean this to come across as I'm busy or I work harder than everybody because I don't. Um, one, I'm charged with hiring incredible staff to be your teacher Um, and I think we have this with the young person standing right over my shoulder to the left and Miss Roskin, she's incredible Um, but we have over 200 staff and I'm in charge of them Uh, I'm technically their boss and I have to make sure that we hire the best people possible for our students so I enjoy doing that Um, we interview uh, the countless number of people who want to be in Prosper. And they want to be in Prosper because of our students and our families. It's a great community. Um, so that's on the personnel side what I do. Um, and then we uh, support teachers. Uh, I usually try to walk around in the morning and ask teachers what they need. If they need anything, we try to get it for them as soon as possible. Um, and then the most important thing that I do is take care of you and the other 20 young adults not kids um, here at the school and so we have a principal's council we have student council we have other councils and I ask try to find out what it is that um, you all want to do what, what we can do better we always try to solicit feedback uh, to figure out what we can do better because our goal is to make this the most incredible learning experience in place for you to come to do things like this podcast um, we want our students to explore their passions to try to figure out their niche in life what it is their interest is Um, or there's also things where you start doing things like this podcast and there may be a point that someone does things like you and they go you know what that's not my gig I don't want to do that well that's good to find that out in high school rather than graduate and go to college or university and start paying money or something you, you may not want to do <laughs> so we try to give our students as many opportunities as possible to explore their passions their interest um and that's what we want to do and so that's part of what my job as well um, the biggest thing is and a lot of that y'all don't even see is to make sure that this is safe uh, we want this to be the safest place possible to keep evil out of here <laughs> Um, And that, that's a lot of behind the scenes. I work with Sergeant Reeves and Officer Terry, our police department, um, our safety and security team. Um, and we, uh, from what the students tell me, they feel relatively safe here. And they feel comfortable coming to school. And they feel like they can um, just try to figure out who they are and who they want to be when they graduate and leave here. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the things that I do. Um, with parents and and things such as that on pto uh like we had our pto luncheon yesterday and we worked with pto to they bought our staff lunch and that was really cool uh no this is thursday so on tuesday sorry um they bought lunch for the staff and had our holiday luncheon so um go to a lot of events in the evenings where i get to see students perform uh, not only athletics but also fine arts and then can in the um uh UIL academics I try to see students do that a lot of times that's kind of closed off uh, from us of those competitions um love going to see our our kids perform and seeing how talented we are um I'm just blown away every day by the talent that we have at our school so I'm very blessed so it's not really work um, and just meeting you for the first time today and that you're, you're taking it upon yourself to do this podcast, that's a really cool deal. Uh, that takes some courage on your part and I applaud you for doing that. So that was a really long answer for the first question.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, so Miss Roskin said that you had sent out an email about like students and their connections. So um, I'm just wondering, like, what does that mean for, like, the next step? Like, what are you going to try to do to try to get students to like, make more connections here?
1: Well, what we are going to do because um, we do talk about um, the Eagle family and Eagle Nation. Well, it can't just be me, right? Um, we have 2,800 students. We have over 200 staff. One person doing that, it's not feasible to do. So what we are going to do is we're going to try to find uh, ways to where we connect with students and then students connect with us. Uh, Because it has to be that students are helping us grow as well. Because we're here for you.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) Right? You know, Um, I have a degree. I have a couple of degrees as other people do as well. We're not here for me. My name is not on the front of the school. Nowhere will it ever be, thank goodness. (laughs) Um, It's Prosper High School and as a family, to make sure that we're always taking care of each other and checking in with each other. So we have some things that we're, we're going to plan for the next semester. I don't want to give too much away, so maybe we come back after those are planned um, maybe February or March to talk about some things we're going to do. I think the students will enjoy it. Um, the most important thing when people come here, students, after safety, is that they are connected and they feel connected with someone on this campus. doesn't necessarily have to be an adult it could be with another student and that's great but what I don't want to do is leave that to chance right so we've looked at who's involved in upper-level classes who's involved in athletics fine arts or academic things and whose name is not on a roll somewhere Mm -hmm. or clubs as well well those are the students we want to look at and make sure that they are connected in some way to someone or something campus because if we don't do that then why are we here you know i just don't yeah. want i just don't want students to come here and take their eight classes and go home right and you know, that's kind of <laughs> there's got to be something bigger than just the classroom and that's what we're to focus on is the connecting piece and i think if we do that and we do it well then everything else will take care of itself you know students if they if they feel that there's someone here in their corner who they can go to who will support them and uplift them and help them grow i think and a lot of people think and the students the students that i asked tell me this they would want to do well in school they would want to graduate and move on and then give back when they get older to well and that doesn't have to be when they're older it could be when they're in high school give back to others in our community so what we want to create is not me but our whole Eagle Nation or Eagle family, we want that to be uh, kind of like that um, ecosystem where you have uh, the evaporation goes up and it t- goes into the rain clouds and it sprinkles down and it grows the vegetables and the, you know, the animals can feed on it. That's what we want is where I help you, you help me. There's a connection that we're making right now. We yeah. made today the first time I really met you. And you've met me, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're making a connection. So now in the hall, I will see you. And I'll hey, Lily. <laughs> and you'll say, hey, Dr. B or Dr. Burdett or whatever. And um, that makes me want to come here more. Mm-hmm. Is that connection with you, that connection with Miss Roskins, the connection with other folks here, that relationship piece. We ha- if we are taking care of each other and we're connecting with each other, that kind of puts gas in the tank. I think. Yeah. Um, why else are we on earth?
0: Yeah. I think,
1: and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I'm right and someone else who disagrees is wrong. I think we're here to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. so that's what we're looking at doing is can we, as a school, make sure every single person who's on this campus, adults included, are they connected to someone or something here at the school? Right. I don't know that, but we're going to try hard to find out. Mm-hmm. Can we get 100%? If I don't, then I failed as the principal. That's honestly what happens. It can't be 99%. It has to be 100%. Yeah. Okay?
0: <laughs> um, so, going off of the, like, making connections and stuff, like, does Prosper High School do anything here to like make new students feel welcome
1: sort of but we're working on that too we are actually in the midst of starting a welcoming committee
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we're going through pieces of that and if you because I know that you moved here from another district and I'm I was looking for students to do that and I'm not saying this because I'm on your podcast now but because I know you're a new student newer, we want to find out what things you feel would be important Or someone new coming in to for us to do Mm -hmm. for example we have two students moving here from Amsterdam and they came uh, a couple days ago and we did a little tour of the school we found out their interests and things such as that but what else is there there has to be more that we can do to make a connection with them yes if you showed up and and uh, I gave you a tour of the school this is one of the I would walk in, walk you to, once, say, hey, you, if you said, hey, I would like to do my own podcast, well, I would take you to the E.N.N. room, I'd take you to the room across the hall because we have a radio booth, and I would take you here, mm-hmm. because Aaron Boateng last year started the PB&J uh, podcast, I don't know if you know that, but he was the first student in PISD history, I believe, to start a podcast, and that's pretty cool, and so if you told me that, I would bring you here, introduce you to Miss Roskins and other students, and get you plugged in here. There's a connection. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. And then I get out of the way. <laughs> Cuz if I tried to <laughs> if I tried to do this, I would totally mess it up. But that Miss Roskins and the other students here, that's where the connection is. Now you're plugged in. So that's what we want to do is set up a framework of what what should we do for brand new students? Well, a welcoming committee. Right? When someone comes to your house, usually there's a welcome mat on the front or something like that want to go above that, where it's just not, yeah, we're going to have, we're the fastest growing school district in the state of Texas, one of the fastest in America, fastest growing in America. Well, we can't just say, well, they'll just come in and they'll just fit right in. Right. We can't do that. That's not acceptable. And I've done that over the last three years and it's not acceptable. So we're trying to get better on that. Mm -hmm. So if you're willing to, I'd love for you to be on that and kind of give us some pointers and ideas. We can talk after this podcast. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you need to get on to your questions.
0: Um, oh, I love that answer so much because, um, I mean, me and my friends had been talking about it, the people that I've been interviewing. Were like, that's so weird that they, like, don't do anything here for yeah, new kids, that yeah. they just, like, they just show up and they're
1: here. Yeah, it's usually just a tour, um, and that's kind of, we haven't been really been intentional about that. So that was a big fail on my part. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at the guy I hadn't done really well. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm great that that welcoming committee is, is becoming a thing that is, I think that's really great. Good, Um, good. And so um, the next question, um, so while I was um, pulling people in to be interviewed, um, I got really mixed responses about the dress code. Mm -hmm. And so as a female student here, I can kind of see both sides. Like obviously you want the kids to be safe and like dress modestly and that's that makes a lot of sense, but at the same time, like sometimes that can make it hard for um, some of the female students to dress comfortably. Yeah. And so, obviously, like you want to keep modest while also like being able to like you know sit in school for eight hours and like not be itchy or anything. So like, yeah. what what are your opinions on that?
1: Um, well, you're right. We we want it to be modest, and for me, I want people covered from neck to knee. <laughs> you know, um, and I'm not, and so that does skew toward male students, right? Because males, and I don't want to stereotype, but females typically would wear a shorter cut shirt, um, or, and I don't even know the names of that, halter top, or what. I don't know, the, the, I'm, I'm not a fashion person, clearly, Sorry. but uh, what I'm wearing today, you can, <laughs> you can tell. Um, so it does skew towards male students. Um, they don't get as many dress codes. Mm-hmm. If you look at the, the data, most of what male students would get would be like wearing a hat or uh, sagging pants. Right. Right. Um, now, we've changed the rules several times. To- we, well, not changed the rules. Yeah, I guess you can say that. We've asked our uh, school district if we can allow, because when I first came here, boys could not have facial hair. That was not allowed. We would have kids shaving in our bathroom in the morning. <laughs> we had razors, like the single blade razors, shaving cream. They had to shave, um, and so we proposed that to the district. We allowed that, and that was one of the things when we were in playoffs. Any team that was in the playoffs, we would say, "Well, boys don't have to shave. Well, what do girls get from that? You know, what what's something we could do for girls?" Um, and so we've we've looked at. Rather than letting things be a privilege, why don't we align with things that really don't have a negative impact on education? Does having facial hair keep you from learning? No. Mm -hmm. Um, Does having a uh, earring keep you from learning if you're a boy? No. And there's other things, so we're looking at the question is does that keep someone from learning or does it distract someone else So for showing a little too much skin, maybe it distracts somebody. I don't know. Right. Okay. So that's where we want to be as modest as possible without putting a a damper on someone's creativity and their style. Mm -hmm. Um so uh and and I'll I'll say it on the podcast, I am gonna send something out probably January fourth. Um there's a new clothing, I don't know if it's a clothing line, but I've seen it a couple times, uh, Playboy. Does that ring a bell to you? The yes. clothing? Yeah. Well, that's actually a porn- pornography magazine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know that.
0: Yes. Well,
1: I don't want to have to differentiate between, oh, you're wearing that as a clothing line, or you're wearing that as a promotion of this pornography magazine. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. So we're going to say we're not wearing that at the school. Mm-hmm. Because... Then I have to differentiate if you're wearing it and I say, okay, oh, you it's a pack sun shirt, okay, you can wear yours, but this person over here, it's not a pack sun, it's one of the companies that I've looked at yeah, that yeah. sells it. Well, it may be a company I've never heard of, but then I, then I say, Well, that student's doing it to promote pornography. Well, that puts everybody in a really awkward situation, mm-hmm. right? That I have to be the judge of this and I don't want to do that. So we're going to say, hey, we're not wearing that at school. If you want to wear it on the weekend or at night and your parents are good with that, fine. Um, I won't be the dress code person standing on your sidewalk <laughs> when you go out. So things like that, I have to balance uh, as the principal, the district has to balance as a, as a school district um, what is appropriate and what's allowable. So at some point we have to make a decision. But on that one, I've asked Dr. Ferguson, can we take a hard stand on that? Because that puts people in a very precarious position Mm -hmm. where I have to determine who's wearing it for what reason. Well, I don't want to do that.
0: Right.
1: In in no way do I want to do that. So um, that's one thing. uh, And I don't know if that really speaks to the answer to your question, but that's one thing that's coming up in January. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: And so... um a big thing that while I was interviewing students, a big thing that we talked about was Hope Squad and the way that the school addresses mental health. So um, my first question about Hope Squad is like, what is Hope Squad? Like, what do they do?
1: Well, uh, first thing is it's a group that's nominated by their peers. If I was struggling, if I, I'll say I was in high school, so let's go back to the 17, 1700s when I was in high school. If I was struggling with whatever, and I wanted someone to talk to, or I needed someone to talk to, who would I talk to? Well, students picked, who would they talk to? And so we gathered that data and we'll do the same thing that's coming spring. And the students who landed several times, five, six, seven, 10 times, that's who we said, hey, why don't you come? Because they seem to be somebody that others want to talk to. Mm-hmm. And so then we train the students uh, we give them training. Uh, Hope Squad is a national organization based out of Utah. And we've gone up there and visited them. And there's training that goes along with it. And all our students are really is a support mechanism for their classmates. Mm-hmm. They're not psychologists. They're not. They're just students. Yeah. Who Other students said, that's who I would talk to. Well, that's who we want in Hope Squad. Right? mm mm-hmm. uh, Like... We would also have some of them on the welcoming committee because they're approachable. There's, there are are people who others say, you know what, I would talk to them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be deep conversations. It could just be, hey, how's it going? You know, somebody's sitting alone in the cafeteria during lunch. We want someone who's gonna take the initiative to go and talk to them. Mm -hmm. Now there are, we've had several instances where uh, some students have talked to a Hope Squad member who then at a certain point After they've said, hey, it's going to be okay, you can work through it, it's going to be good. If it continues, then they refer them to Coach Cooper, a counselor, and then the the professionals take care of that. Mm -hmm. So they don't sit there and counsel people and quote unquote talk them off the ledge. We don't do that. (laughs) You know, we're not going to put a student in that situation. They try to help as much as possible, but at a certain point, they... They try to persuade them to go speak to a counselor or an adult or we refer them mm-hmm. to it. Okay. Did that help a little bit? Yes, okay. it
0: actually very much did. Okay. Yeah, um, I, don't, I
1: don't pick them. Like, it's not a popularity contest. It may sound like it, but the questions that we ask, it's student driven. Mm-hmm. I love that because you get to say, I'd pick him or I'd pick her. Right. And we just gather that data together, and we ask the ones who get the most votes because we want to impact the most people who they would talk to.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, So you said that Hope Squad goes through a training. Mm -hmm. Um, Could you tell me more about that?
1: I can tell you a little bit, but I don't want to – it's been a minute (laughs) since Mm -hmm. I've gone through it. It's called QPR training. So it's question, persuade, refer, and that's something that our staff goes through as well have some staff members who will go through this on January 4th. So if now that I know you, Lily, if I see you walking down the hall and your eyes have changed a little bit, so I see your beautiful face above your mask, and I know that typically this is what you would look like. Well, if I see you in the hall and your shoulders are shrugged and you have your, your eyes are kind of frowning, say, so, hey, Lily, what's going on? How are you? Eh, I'm doing okay. This dress code stinks. Well, I can tell you're probably bummed about the dress code. Or is it something like, and me and my friend, we got in a big fight, and I'm really bummed about it. Okay, well, do you want to talk about it? And we kind of go down that road a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then if it looks like you are really struggling, well, even as your principal, I need to persuade you to try to talk to a, your counselor. Right. Right? And then if you're like, eh, I don't want to do that. I Just leave me alone. I just, I, I can't take it anymore. Something like that. Well, I'm not going to persuade you anymore. I'm going to refer you to the counselor. I would probably be, hey, come with me. Let's go see your counselor because I want you to make sure that you get whatever help you need. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that you would do the same thing for me. Of course. Right? So that training, they really go through what it is you do and what it is you don't. Who you are and who you are not. They, we are not little counselors running around here and, and psychologists running around. That's not what... Uh, it's more build people up, connect, um, do the things that they do where they write messages of hope and the sidewalk chalk and things such as that. Write the little notes that are outside the nest and upstairs in the social studies hallway. Mm-hmm. Just encouraging others because there's a lot to be thankful for and a lot to look forward to. And that doesn't mean that we all don't struggle because everyone struggles. Right. I've struggled. Like I struggle with not doing a welcoming committee. It was a bonehead move on my part. I mean, who doesn't think of that? <laughs> this guy right here didn't think of it and we didn't plan it, but we're going to get better. Right. Now, that bummed me out pretty good. So, uh, but we're going to fix that. And I hope you're a part of that too. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the training that they go through. It's a national organization. It's been vetted. Um, um, there's a uh, psychologist on there. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, mental health professionals who are involved in that. And so we, we vetted that and we looked at it. Dr. Ferguson was one of the ones who went to Utah and got that set up for us so we could go to the training and see it in action at a high school up there at a middle school and at an elementary. Mm-hmm. So, and we just loved what it does with making connections with each other.
0: Right. So this training, um, I mean, I'm sure it's, like, a long process and stuff, but, like, why is that just for Hope Squad? Like, why would that not – why wouldn't you just, like, do that for everybody, like, during Eagle time or something? Like, why just Hope Squad?
1: That's a great question. That is – maybe I'll, maybe that's something we should consider. Mm-hmm. So we'll consider it. Let me talk to Coach Cooper and Miss Cooper, our lead counselor, and maybe there's some elements that we could do. That's a pretty good idea. Not pretty good. That's a really good idea.
0: Um, And so – Like I know that you're the principal of Prosper High School and stuff, but um, so last year at Reynolds, they had um, this kind of, they just gave um, the whole school a talk about like suicide and mental health. And, um, but a lot of people had found it like really offensive because they had called us into the gym and they gave everybody like glow sticks and like played music. And so a lot of people had thought that they were treating it like a pep rally. And they were like, I don't understand why this talk about, like, suicide, which is a very serious issue and had affected, like, a lot of people in that room at the time. Yeah. They were like, I don't understand why they're why it's so upbeat here. And, like, I'm just wondering, like, do you agree with, like, the students on that? Or do you think that there was something that they were missing?
1: Oh, I don't know. I wasn't there, so I can't speak to that. I mean, that's a question you'd have to ask Mr. Goldsmith and his staff. Right. Now, I had a son who was there um, as a sixth grader, and he talked about that he gave me his comments about it. Um, so, I don't know the, de- the details of it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I'm going to guess it wasn't meant to be um, taking suicide lightheartedly. Right. I don't think that was the intent, okay? But once again, I wasn't there. I've not spoken to Mr. Goldsmith about this or so the counselors down there. So, mm-hmm. I do want, I do know that our district and Mr. Goldsmith's and they have hope squad there they take it very seriously and they've designated a teacher as their hope squad sponsor Mm -hmm. um that I do know and so our district Reynolds PHS Rock Hill the other middle schools and elementary schools we pour financial means into those classes because we, we do take it seriously so but that doesn't discount what you and others felt about okay Mm -hmm. um please don't take it as oh y'all are wrong you don't know what you're talking about that's not what I mean of course I hope that does not come across that way because the way you perceive things in a way tells me that's the way it is that's reality Mm -hmm. your perception is my reality right? right so when I leave here I might think man what a great interview and you might think wow I'm never interviewing that guy again (laughs) he's awful (laughs) right Mm -hmm. your perception is my reality I have as an adult I have to try to bridge that gap between us Mm -hmm. so if that's some feedback that we can give to Reynolds and whatever means possible maybe that's what we do so they can make adjustments Mm -hmm. I don't know if they ask for feedback
0: right okay um i just have one more question
1: and don't worry about the bell i know a guy who can get you a pass to class
0: okay (laughs) thank you um so my last question is um so the school really focuses on mental health but a lot of that is just like depression and anxiety and so i'm just wondering like um is has there ever been any thought about putting focus into like other issues like child abuse or rape culture like or just other mental diseases like PTSD that plenty of people have to go through.
1: Yeah. um, With this, and this might be the worst analogy ever. It's peeling back the onion. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of layers to what we're doing and we're just embarking on this. So it may, there may be a time where we come to uh, a support group for those who have been molested or raped. There may be a uh, thing that we focus on for PTSD And many other facets of it, of mental health, right? Mm -hmm. We're just embarking on this journey. So, yes, there's a whole lot of things we can do. What we are trying to do is do a few things at first and do them extremely well. So we set up a foundation. It's kind of like building a house. Right. Um, If you don't have a really good foundation, that house isn't going to stand up for very long, right? And we do have a little bit of wind here in Texas, and you don't want the house just to go fall right over. Mm -hmm. So... I'm very pleased in the direction we're going, but that doesn't mean that those components aren't a part of it. I don't know what that would be though. I'd have to talk to our district folks and find out are there avenues to do that. That's also where a uh, conversation with the school counselor here, and then there's resources. I know we have resources for each of the topics that, that you just mentioned and others. Now we may hit a capacity of what we can, or we're Uh, legally allowed to do. I know our counselors up to a certain point, it's like that QPR training. They're only allowed to go up to a certain point. And then after that, whatever that point is, that's got to be a referral with a parent or a guardian or family member for an outside source. And we have plenty of resources for that. It's just legally and uh, uh, ethically and morally we stop at a certain point because of our training, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like I have my doctorate but I'm not gonna do, do heart surgery. Right. I'm, I'm not that doctor, <laughs> right? So um, there's just a certain limit. And once we hit that threshold, then we have to refer to other resources that are better for the student mm-hmm. to get them to where they're, uh, that mental health component, we get them the resources that they need to where they can get back to health. Mm-hmm. Does that help a little bit? Yes, okay. it does. Good
0: um well thank you so much for coming down here and taking the time to interview with me oh it's
1: my pleasure it's great talking to you lily and i look forward to us developing a better relationship with each other and hopefully you joining the welcoming committee <laughs> ideas i'd love your feedback mm-hmm. and i'm so proud of you for what you're doing here um and if you ever need anything please call on me and let me know uh, you, you know where my office is now but you know i'm pretty accessible to shoot me an email or if you see me in the hall and that goes for everybody listening to this as well. We're here for you. Uh, we're here to support you. We're here to take care of you and help you grow and just be the best you, of whatever that's going to be. We don't care what that is, mm-hmm. uh, but we want to support you and take care of you. So uh, I wish everyone happiest of holidays, safe holidays, and I look forward to everybody coming back on January 5th.
0: Thank All right? you. All
1: right, thank you, Lily.